Bitcoin. Welcome to Pop Bitcoin for June 21st, 2017. This is your source for Bitcoin fundamentals. Thanks for joining me, guys. My name is Ansel Linder. On this show, I take a look at some of the fundamentals out there in Bitcoin that I think are important. These aren't like the end-all, be-all, but um, looking at looking more in depth at some statistics is important because you can get lost in the mainstream financial news, what they're saying about Bitcoin, what all the FUD is out there about this hard fork coming up, um, you know, all the rhetoric. You, you you lose sight of the fundamentals. So I like to bring it everybody back down to earth and and look at bitcoin from a numbers perspective at least uh, more of a numbers perspective so yeah that's 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 what you'll get on this show so let's take a look at the prices right now uh, bitstamp 2720 we have started showing a breakout people have started signaling for this for segwit via uh, say the new york agreement so they in in their blocks because there's no code yet but in their blocks they are putting like nya for new york agreement and we can we know uh who is on board right and it's about i think it's 78 or 79 percent of the hash power and it we need 80 percent so that's a very good sign it it's come up from basically nothing to 79 percent in two days since my last show so that's that's bullish for bitcoin um, and we we've, we've seen that come up, but we're still within this previous price structure, and we aren't at all time highs. But you know we're we're coming back, and it's looking strong. Like I said on the last show, we are always going to be breaking up from this point, and the price will follow the likelihood of Segwit activation. There is FUD that goes along with that now, with the the Segwit 2x, the hard fork that is supposed to be like bundled with Segwit. Even though now they have unbundled it, but they will say that it's bundled. And you have to work your way through that FUD. Okay, BitFlyer's price is 302,000 yen. OKCoin okay, uh, three-month futures, 2977. 20, Again, we are ex very high premium. It's approaching $300 premium. And the way, it, this always gives me pause when the, the futures premium is this high but this is a very special three-month period okay this is a very special contract and um, as you know it's pricing in segwit segwit is supposed to be activated during this time so if if you want to see kind of um the like th this premium might symbolize the likelihood of everything out there being fud because a hard fork will crash the price so as we approach segwit activation um, if this premium gets smaller i would take that as a symbol that the hard fork is more likely because if segwit does get activated and there is no hard fork then the price will moon people so this if this premium gets much higher i mean that's a good sign i think for no hard fork okay let's take a look at some of these other things otc volume so this is local bitcoins over the last seven days they did print a new candle here, and it's $42.4 million. Uh, that's really good. It bounced back from 38 to 42, uh, coming back up, continuing on this hockey stick pattern of OTC um, volume and major, major Bitcoin adoption happening. Um, you know, it, people might think, oh, look at, 
local Bitcoin's volume pulled back, so that means this is the blow-off top. No, the blow-off top, you're going to see uh, like $500 in two days and then uh, a $1,000 drop the next day. So we are not at a blow-off top. We are very healthy on the price, and it's just going to keep trending upwards, always trending up. At least until we do have that blow off top. Um, okay, network volume over the last 24 hours is rising again, 712 million, and it's rising in the face of the mempool going down. So the mempool has decreased over the last, I don't know, 7 to uh, 14 days from 100 megabytes now now to 25 megabytes. Transactions are going through with a, with a uh, nominal fee of really quickly within an hour or so your transaction is confirmed no problem where you might be waiting uh, 24 or 48 hours two weeks ago to get your transaction through the mempool has come down now this brings in um, the kind of idea of spam and the way that Bitcoin works with spam is you have to pay for your transactions because nobody's in charge right you have two choices Either you have a centralized person that's picking transactions to be confirmed uh, or a centralized authority that does that, or you have a bidding war, okay? And that's that's why we have this mempool. That's why we have uh, transaction fees in the first place to uh, bid on which transactions get in. Um, and so it, these it's hard to say a paying transaction is spam because they have bid and just like everybody else but uh, it, it's quite obvious that whenever a hard fork is coming whenever there's like this big push for a hard fork um, the classic and well start with xt and then classic and then bitcoin unlimited when they really decided to push hard on this they you've seen the mempool increase okay and that brings all of these topics you know, brings them up, makes them fresh, uh, makes some people really feel the pain and like, oh man, we really need to get bigger blocks right now. That's the easiest way. Let's just increase the block size and these transaction fees will go down. You know, it makes people feel some pain to try to control their reactions to that pain. Um, and now that we see the block size going down, maybe that's saying that they have actually capitulated. I mean, that goes along with this narrative of capitulation by the miners. So um, maybe this, this weapon is on, on standby until uh, this, the hard fork half of the Segwit2x comes in. Um, we'll, we'll have to keep an eye on that. The, the mempool is very uh, important to know about, but it's very hard to interpret. You have to, it's not a hard and fast rule. You have to be in the moment. You have to be up on all the news, knowing exactly what's going on, who the players are that can affect it versus... Um, you know what kind of narrative they would be pushing uh so because just just a week ago i said the mempool going down was kind of a reason for a pullback in price but now i'm saying that it's good for the price that the mempool's down. so you have to be able to interpret it uh on the fly here uh and i could be totally wrong i could be totally wrong but this is how i see it okay what's next we talked about mempool we talked about local bitcoins the Average transaction size. This is very good, guys. Uh, I track this, and it's twenty six forty two. And remember, I said the 
the uh, bitstamp price is twenty seven twenty. So this is going back towards that one Bitcoin average transaction size. That's very positive to me, and I think that will continue. I, the health the bigger that's that average size of the transaction or average value of transaction in bitcoin the healthier at least in this case that is that is what i'm going to say okay um bitcoin difficulty is flat 0.1 percent increase in, in 10 days from now when i last talked about this it was at 1.6 but i said hey it'll probably be a flat increase that this could be negative if it continues with this trend um, and that makes sense too because if i'm if i'm a miner and i'm foreseeing a fork uh, in a month and a half i'm not gonna and that will crash the price guaranteed if we do actually fork um, i'm not gonna continue my equipment purchases you know buying new equipment putting new hash rate on the network even with the price going up um, i'm not gonna do that because there is that uh, you know market disruption in the future that i can predict so uh, I, i'm not going to be adding my hash power now I, I think that these guys will be cranking up overclocking as much as possible their their equipment going their current equipment going into this this time so we could see small increases but um, a zero percent is perfectly logical at this point bitcoin um uh, i have a couple things here to say at the end the hard fork is not happening as far as I'm concerned, it can't happen. Miners are dependent on the buyers. Who are they going to sell their Bitcoins to? Other miners? Hell no, they're not. They're going to sell it to us. And people don't want a hard fork because it's going to crash the price. They are dependent ultimately on the people that buy their Bitcoins. Hash rate is a dependent variable. Don't bite off on this FUD where people will tell you that you need hash rate and yada, yada, yada. Hash rate is subservient. It's plain and simple. Now, again, it's different if you have basement um, miners that are, you know, just they are happy to mine at a loss for a year. It doesn't matter to them. But if you're talking about big business, like big mining outfits, they cannot mine at a loss. Maybe for a day or two, but that's it. They are subservient to the users that are buying their Bitcoins. And I'll tell you this, big OTC, this is like big multi-million dollar OTC that might be buying from the miners. They sure as hell aren't going to be buying if a hard fork is imminent. Would you? If you were a, million, a multi-millionaire looking to diversify into Bitcoin and they told you a hard fork is coming... You knew enough to go to the miners to buy this OTC. Would you buy right now with a hard fork imminent? Hell no. They are dependent on the their buyers, their customers. Anyway, uh, the second point is that the user activated soft fork is still coming. I've seen some like Charlie Shrem and some other people. I actually went on Reddit and read some comments and man alive. That is a cesspool. There, it's just a bunch of politics and hardline politics and shill accounts. I mean, <laughs> this, they're trying to corrupt the language here, you know, and say that Charlie Shrem said, the, the hard fork is happening. Just get on board. Segwit 2X is happening. Just get on board. 
the same thing that we've been saying about the user activate software. The only problem here is the reason we can say that about the user activate software is because it's decentralized and there's no steering wheel. There's no person in charge. You can't stop this. It's a runaway train where with the Segwit 2X, it is completely 100% centralized. There's no way that they can say that it's coming. That is a bunch of crap. They're trying to take what worked for the user activated software and say, look, we took the steering wheel off. Bullshit, man. There's a, there's a driver and that driver is Jihan. Okay. Everybody knows who to blame is Jihan. Anyway, so, uh, Keep your user activated software nodes going. If you want to have your check and balance your, have your say on this as a user, run a 148 node, continue to support 148. If you're a miner, start mining on slush pool, point it at the user activated software, vote, vote for that. Uh, slush pool is a great option for you. If you are a miner, also, if you're a Bitcoin unlimited miner, you have been forsaken. You might as well point and really keep these miners under control. That's the only way that we can um, really make sure and keep their behavior rational. You know, like they, and we know what their, what their incentives are. We don't know if we take away the user activate software, we no longer know their incentives here, but with that in place, with that threat, we know what their incentives are and we can act accordingly and they will act accordingly. So uh, keep it up. Keep pushing, keep pushing. This user activated soft fork needs to build steam into August 1st, at least until SegWit is activated. So power to the people. Okay. <laughs> anyway, guys, thank you for joining me. My name is Ansel Linder. This is Pow Bitcoin. We'll see you next time. Bitcoin.